welcome to episode 44 of This Week in Legal Blogging. I am the host, Bob Ambrogi, and this show is presented by LexBlog. LexBlog is home to the world's largest community of legal bloggers and is the industry-leading provider of professional blogs and turnkey digital publishing solutions to lawyers and the world's largest law firms for more than 17 years. Once again, this is Bob Ambrosi. I am the publisher of the blog Law Sites and host of this program. And my guest today is Lee Peretz, Director of Marketing and Business Development at the firm Farrell Fritz PC. Lee, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me today, Bob. Well, let me just ask, as I as I often do these days, uh, just how have you been for the past the past year, and uh, how are you doing now? You know, it, it, the pandemic has certainly been a challenging time for everyone, but I think, you know, what we've talked about a lot internally is, you know, how do we take the experience and sort of use it a, as a way to move the firm forward, as a way to learn from all of the challenges, all of the uh, speed bumps along the way, you know, how do we take those learnings, put them together and try to build a stronger firm for the future? So it's it's been... It's been interesting. I have been at the firm about three years, and it, it has been an incredible experience. Certainly, uh, living together, working together through this time, uh, which has been unprecedented, I think has brought our people together, and I think uh, we're, we're looking forward to a very, a very bright future. Yeah. Are you uh, back getting back into the office at this point, or have you ever been out of the office? What's going on there? We are. We uh, we definitely have had our you know our uh, our time uh, remotely and our time uh, back in the office, and that certainly changed based on what was going on in the region, uh, what what was happening with infection rates and, and safety. And it was it's always been safety first, right? It's always about our people, and and I mean that's something just to touch on, sort of. Uh, my background here, I've been here about three years. And, you know, what, what drew me to the firm was the culture and the people and the community first approach. And I think, you know, certainly throughout the pandemic, that has always been tested. And as a firm, we've, we've been so ingrained in, in the community here on Long Island, New York. You know, that's something that has never wavered. It certainly has been tested through this, through this challenging time. But but yeah, we're we're back in the office and uh, happy to see see people again. Yeah, I, maintaining it was it a challenge to kind of maintain that sense of culture with everybody out working remotely, or or how did you go about trying to do that? It's incredibly difficult. I mean, I think as as marketers and business development professionals, as communicators, it's so important for us to think about you know internally how we're communicating and how we are keeping employees engaged, how we're keeping the firm apprised with what's going on. Obviously, you know, it was almost, it was, you know, it's it's crisis communications one-on-one, right? But internally, uh, there were so many things going on and we had to really, you know, try to focus on that. Besides all the external challenges that we've faced, social, political, all of the things that we've faced over the past 18 months. It's, it's really been challenging. The one thing I will sort of mention or plug that I think helped to keep us all connected through 
you know, through some challenging virtual remote times is uh, we started this thing called Coffee Connections, which uh, we did 45 minute sessions and different attorneys would present and sort of give updates on what was going on in their world, you know, similar to uh, writing some content, right? And then spreading the love that way. Uh, but we got people together on Zoom, you know, in a safe environment where people could talk and share. And it was really effective. We did it uh, for a few months through the pandemic. And, and I felt like that really kind of brought us together and got people thinking about how they could help other people at the firm. Yeah. And what about just in terms of your role as director of marketing? What were the challenges of continuing uh, to? to uh, engage in marketing and business development uh, during this time? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question, Bob. And I think, you know, we're, we're a New York area firm and, you know, we're very highly focused on privately held, closely held family-owned businesses and their owners. And certainly the pandemic has been incredibly difficult to, you know, on, on, on those businesses and those owners and thinking about what the future might bring. And one of the reasons why I came to Fowler Fritz is again, the culture, the way that we approach the community, the support that we provide to clients. I mean, it, 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 when you talk to people here, they know who we are. And that's a challenge for some firms in, in, in very, you know, in much more dense geographies. You know, something that I think is kind of interesting through this whole thing, you know, it, it's a really challenging time. You know, we, we have a, a baby boomer, boomer generation focusing on transitioning businesses, right? And, and there's research out there that shows that about $10 trillion in assets need to be transferred by 2025. There are 12 million privately owned businesses in the United States. And 70% of those businesses are expected to change hands. Now, this is a bunch of different research that came together and, and brought us that information. And what I see from that and what we see as a firm is a real opportunity to help business owners and their, and, and their companies navigate those challenges. And that really just keeps everything exciting for us. And even through a pandemic where curveballs have been thrown and you know, challenges are out there, you know, we're focused on how do we help those, those people you know, reach their goals and get to that next step. Right. You, you said that people in the region know who you are. What, for those who don't know who you are, just tell us a little bit more about the firm and then we'll talk and then we'll get to blogs. We'll get there eventually. Sure. Uh, you know, I, I, in terms of who we are as a firm, again, we, you know, we serve privately held, closely held family owned businesses. And, you know, we're, we're very immersed in the community out here on Long Island in New York. Um, you know, when it comes to, practice areas, you know, we're a full service firm, you know, real estate, um, we have a really robust estate planning and estate litigation practice. Um, we have a very active corporate practice that's working on all of those things that I just mentioned earlier. And, you know, I think uh, when it comes to, you know, our, our approach to, to the marketplace, you know, we're, every interaction we have, we want to add value. And I think blogging, you know, has certainly been a big part of that uh, equation. Um, and again, you know, being in the marketplace that we're in, um, you know, we're, we are active in New York City, but we also have five offices. So we are, uh, we have three offices on Long Island with an office in Albany. We have a few different 
voices to 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 bring to 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 the market, and you know, bringing those voices together uh, is, is is kind of been a challenge. I think blogging, you know, has has helped us have that one voice. Yeah. How many attorneys in the firm? We're about ninety attorneys. Ninety attorneys. So uh, that's uh, one blog for every ten attorneys. Then <laughs> you have nine nine blogs, right? Exactly. Yeah. It, 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 you know, and and I have to say. I, I've been in professional services my whole career. I, I started in the accounting industry, spent the majority of my career in the accounting industry, and I've been here for three years in, in legal. And you know, my, my true passion is helping, is really helping people. And that in professional services marketing, I mean, that's what we do. That's what our professionals do. It's at their core. You know, in terms of how we have, you know, come together to to design and support and sustain those nine blogs. I was amazed when I came here. We had an, an incredible infrastructure with very, very motivated bloggers and teams, and that's really made the process so much more palpable and, and, and really manageable. You know, coming from the accounting industry, and this is um, you know a content strategy approach, right? Accounting industry, there's a lot of analysis and the strategic writing that goes on, but there's a lot more reporting on breaking tax news and breaking regulation that will impact the way people do things. You know, the approach here has always been to try to inform and, and understand client needs and, and talk about how that, how we do help clients deal with those challenges and the diversity of the blogs. And I'll just touch on that for one second, because I think that's kind of interesting since you asked about the nine blogs. Yeah. You know, we have everything from, you know, the New York Business Divorce blog to the New York Venture Hub blog, right? And they could be, they couldn't be any more different, right? The Business Divorce blog, Peter Mahler, who has been incredibly successful doing this for more than 13, I think 14 years, you know, he really understands the business divorce area, the practice and, and, and all, you know, is really an early innovator in that area and has used the blog to communicate with, with people and connect with people and has built an incredible network through that, through that blog. You know, the Venture Hub, New York Venture Hub, Alon Capen is one of our partners. Um, you know, he's really focused on emerging companies. So that's a way for him to talk about things that are meaningful to emerging companies, venture capital. But he'll often write about things that are just hot and interesting in the marketplace. We had a, a a piece he wrote recently on on Bitcoin, and I mean, it just it just exploded, and it's just because everyone is talking about it, everyone's interested in it. So the nine blogs, and again, you know, tax for the closely held business, all about e discovery, Long Island land use and zoning, which is super hyper local and and like hyper sensitive. You have so many voices that have so many great things to share. It just allows us to to deliver that messaging in a very focused way. You know, I think our, our attorneys have just been very motivated and very uh, engaged with the process. Yeah, um, were were all of those blogs already there when you came aboard, or have some launched since you've come in? So, really interesting, and and I have to give credit to Lorraine Sullivan, who was the director of marketing here before I joined, and who I, I joined her team. You know, those the blogs have all been established. We established one one blog while you know since I've been here, the federal uh, federal litigation blog, and 
you know, I, I think that just also, you know, the, the longevity, the sustainability of those blogs, you know, some I would say are, are more active than others. Um, there are a number of the blogs that every week you see a post and that's, I mean, that's, that's what blogging is all about. That's what content development is about. You want that constant voice, right? right. And, you know, our, our attorneys see the results from it. And I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about that at some point in our conversation, you know, but they really see the impact. And I think the other point that is really important is, you know, we don't just utilize the content on our blogs, right? We utilize that content across every platform that we communicate. So whether it's social media or developing other content on, you know, on other, other platforms on, you know, certainly we do it on LinkedIn. We also take that content and we develop events and we develop other ways to engage with our clients and our network. And that the ability to do that, it really optimizes our success. Yeah. You've, as you said, spent your career in, in professional services marketing. Before you came to this firm, what was your involvement with or exposure to blogging in particular? Uh, had you had prior firms you'd been at been doing blogging to this level? Had, did you have to kind of get up to speed or learn anything? You know, it, it, it's, a, it's a really interesting question, Bob. Um, <laughs> you know, so, 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 you know, the accounting industry, I think, is a little bit it's it's an it's an interesting dynamic. So I think when it comes to marketing and business development, I think I think the accounting industry is slightly ahead when it comes to innovating in that way. And there there have been restrictions in the past in legal marketing which have inhibited the ability for legal to push forward. I think legal is yeah. very much catching up. I think technology has allowed the playing field to be you know a little bit more even. You know, blogging really wasn't as much on the on the map for us in accounting because yeah. we were alert driven. We were, you know, news comes out, we get a piece of content written, we send it out. We develop a white paper, you know, we 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 push it out. You know, we use tools that were very similar to the tools that are used in, in legal marketing, and some of them are the same the same tools, you know. And I loved going into our CRM and looking at, you know, a client or a contact's journey you know, engaging with our content and seeing, oh, they wrote they read this alert, they read, you know, this content, they read this white paper, they, you know, the ability to do that just allows us to be more successful and more targeted in what we're doing and more strategic. And I think, you know, if we've learned anything from the pandemic, it's we need to be more efficient and more strategic with everything we do, um, whether it's the way we invest dollars in, in marketing and business development or the way we invest our time. You know, that's not something that, is necessarily new, but it's something that we had to be a little bit more uh, focused on throughout the process. Yeah. Uh, and, and of these nine blogs that you have, approximately how many lawyers at, in the firm or, or other professionals are contributing to them in some, in some way? It's really a collaborative process. So, you know, as an example, our commercial division blog, our Condiv blog, we, you know, we have a team of I think eight litigators that that write that blog. I mean, they've really made it. They there's a schedule. They follow it. You know, we certainly have to work with them to you know to keep them um, keep them focused and to assist them where we can. But you know, they're really. I don't want to say, although I'm saying it, I don't want to say that they are um, very 
you know, well-oiled machines and, and self-sufficient, but at the, at the, you know, and we, I think we add some value to that process. And I think we add a tremendous amount of value to that process, but I think the, the attorneys see the value, so they do it, right? And when we talk about how, how the attorneys should be developing their content, again, they invest time and resources. We just want to optimize their success. So I, I'll often tell them, you know, there's, there's sort of like the three E's to the way you write. And for some blogs, it's not quite as applicable, but certainly for the ones where we're talking to that closely held, privately held family owned business, it's education, experience, and empathy. So attorneys are extremely well-educated. Let's share that information. Let's share that knowledge and that, 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 that wealth of you know, intelligence that we have experience, you know, they, they, they are living, they are living this every day. So if they're writing about whether it's tax or venture capital or, or, you know, litigation, they, they're living that every single day, share that experience. And empathy is really because we want, we understand what people are feeling. We know what our clients are feeling. We want them to, to realize that it ma- it matters. Right. And, when we communicate, if we're not empathetic to to what business owners are dealing with, it just doesn't resonate as well. Yeah. So you alluded to the fact earlier that some of the uh, attorneys who are blogging have have seen kind of very direct, I think, uh, results from this in terms of business development. Can you can you talk more about what the value ha- of these blogs have been to the firm from a marketing and, and business development point of view? For sure. You know, I, th- I think, you know, one, one key point also just on the attorneys and, and them, you know, really being dedicated to the, to the blogs, you know, they've integrated this into their daily routine or activity, right? And it's just part of our DNA at this point, you know, when it comes to measuring success, and that's, I mean, that is a big part of it, right? Because everybody right. wants to feel like what you're doing is, is, is valuable and that they're seeing, you know, an outcome. Right. And different, the different blogs, I will say, have different goals and different strategies, right? Because, they, I mean, they have to. Many of them are being used for, um, you know, direct biz dev opportunities. But some of them are really just to, you know, to educate other attorneys, to educate other people in the community, because that's all brand building, right? But when it comes to business development opportunities, the thing that always um, sort of amazes me, you know, we will get inquiries on, on blog posts that, you know, might be, you know, four years old, you know, it's very interesting when we see, when we look at our analytics and we see the data and we see, oh, this blog is doing phenomenally well. Oh, but when is it from? Is it, you know, was it from last week or was it from three months ago? Oh, wait, it's from 2016, you know, because that topic has become, more top of mind at that particular moment in time. Yeah. So people are hopping on Google and all of a sudden they're finding your post from, yeah. 100%. And it is incredible to see that because that's when pe- that's when it really clicks for, for, for bloggers, when they understand, you know, what I'm writing is not about today. And what we talk about in, in terms of marketing or business development, what I always tell, you know, our teams and what I've always told teams throughout my career is you know it's not about today or tomorrow, right? It's about it's about planting seeds, and I think any business developer, any marketer will tell you that it, it's about 
you know, everyone always talks about the touches and, and the engagements and all those things, but it's about creating a thought process and about creating a relationship with somebody. You know, we're so relationship reliant and that's, that's how we develop opportunities. So, you know, we'll have the, the one-off examples where one of our blogs uh, that, that Alon Capen wrote recently, the one that I referred to, um, had, had something like 50,000 views. Wow. And this is, you know, an attorney in New York, you know, who has a, a phenomenal network, but not a 50,000 person reading his blog network, right. right? So the power of, of reach it is really has really helped us. And I think, again, when it comes to, you know, getting the message out into the community, and, and when I say the community, into every community, right? Because it's not just the local business community, but it's also, you know, the legal community and that, and that this platform has allowed us to, to share that more broadly. Yeah. So there are both kind of very direct aspects to the impact of blogging, but also very organic aspects to it. Sounds like what you're saying. For sure. For sure. So, yeah, I mean, part of that direct side of it, I think, or maybe it's more the organic side. I mean, you, you alluded earlier to consistency, uh, you know, keeping blogging every week or blogging on a regular schedule. How important is that to maintaining sort of keeping the blog top of mind? Is, is that a key element of it? It's definitely important, Bob. And I think, you know, where the blogs have seen more success and more sustained success is when there's a a uh, consistent voice, there's a consistent message, and there's certainly consistent presence, right? You know, I think at the end of the day, when when people commit to to developing their blog, they once that clicks and they see the value there and how you know the impact of the of the words and the impact of what they're investing, it, it, it becomes much a much easier lift. Uh, and I don't want to minimize the amount of work that it takes to develop these these pieces. And you know, we have blogs that are again across the spectrum. So we have some that are a little bit tighter and, and neater in in presentation. We have some that are a little bit more long form that are more analytic. You know, again, the consistency. You know, it's the same thing that we tell you know our our, our you know our our people internally. You know, we want to to make sure that consistent message is out there. The more consistent, the more dedicated, the more regular people can be with their blog. You know, it's definitely the better. Yeah. What What's your measure of success for blogs? I mean, you talked about a post that just got fifty thousand hits. That's that's great, but you know, part of it probably depends on who those hits are coming from, right? I mean, how do you, what's what's your measure of success? What are you looking for? Uh, how are you kind of evaluating how these are working and whether they're working? Yeah, I mean, I, I think for us and and how we you know how we measure success, I mean, you know, certainly when the leads come in the door, that solidifies the fact that you know, what we're doing is, is working. But like I said, across the different blogs and with nine different blogs, it certainly, it certainly varies uh, across the board. It, it, it's about brand building. It's about communicating what we do in the community and how we do it. It's about, you know, sharing, you know, our mission and how we help people. You know, something I very much subscribe to and I would highly recommend it and I'm happy to send you a copy. The, the book, The Go-Giver, I don't know if you're familiar with that book. No. So, 
you know, what, 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 I, what I often try to advise, you know, our, our team members is it's not about what necessarily comes from somebody else. It's about what you can do for them and how we can help them. And again, based on the culture at the firm and how we've built this firm over the last 45 years, it's about how we add value and how we add anything we can, anything we can do in the community to help it get to a better place tomorrow. And I think, you know, there are a lot of ways we could look at blogs and say, you know, we need to get results. We need to, you know, the only way we measure results is, is dollars coming in the door. But at the end of the day, if we can help people understand issues that are important to them, if we can help uh, companies navigate things that are, that are difficult, if we can help folks that are dealing with litigation, you know, understand an issue a little bit better. And that includes other attorneys because we see so much in the community today that is, you know, it's just for me and I want to do what's, what's best for me. Our firm is not, we don't do that. We, we want a better future for everyone and putting those, those good vibes out into the community. I think that's, to me, that's the most important thing. So the lead, the leads that come in are nice, but uh, again, it kind of goes back to that organic aspect of it all and uh, what you're, what you're contributing to the community and what that does for the, the firm's place in the community. You recently launched Feral Fritz Intel, which is a, a new portal. Can you tell us about that? Sure. Um, you know, I th- it's really interesting, and you know, I really am grateful to the LexBlog team for for bringing that to market because you know I think the pandemic certainly has again challenged and impacted everything we do, how we communicate externally. We're so reliant on digital marketing and, and digital engagement. And again, blogging has always sort of been a big part of that puzzle for us. And it's given us what we like to think as a little bit of an edge in terms of how we get content to market. But the the portal is is another another tool in that tool belt, right? So, you know, we're able to spotlight content that maybe has been you know delivered in other forms so you know our corporate group was developing a really nice uh, monthly piece on linkedin but we didn't have a dedicated blog for them and they weren't quite ready to commit to that so we used the portal as a way to share that other content and you know we're able to share events and, and other things other digital properties that we are bringing to the market and it just gives us another way to engage our network and another, you know, digital property to uh, help with SEO and help with people finding us, which, you know, I think we can all agree. And uh, just having a conversation about this yesterday, but we can all agree that email is, is challenging these days. We, we all get tons of email and tons of solicitations and, and tons of things like that. But when somebody really needs something, they're going to do one of two things. They're going to go to an advisor they trust and ask for a referral, or they're going to go on Dr. Google. And when they go on Dr. Google, or the Google, as I call it, I think that was a George Bush saying, but when they go on the Google, we want them to find us. We want them to find us helping them find an answer. And the, the content portal is just another way for us to do that. And Farrell Fritz Intel has gotten incredible feedback, which which 
we didn't solicit that feedback. You know, we didn't solicit to ask for that feedback. So it's really good to to sort of see it come to fruition. Um, so we're able to, you know, spotlight and highlight certain content that is appearing on those blogs, but we do have it set up. So all of those blogs are, are feeding into the site. You know, again, we're able to uh, elevate or, 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 you know, promote certain content. And we do based on if we see something performing better, if we see something, you know, being opened more and more eyeballs are hitting it, we want to we want to certainly amplify that. Are there lessons you've learned from uh, this experience with these multiple blogs at your firm that, that kind of help guide you in terms of what works and what doesn't work for blogging? Lessons you'd want to share with uh, your peers at other firms? Sure. Yeah. And, I, and again, I think, you know, again, going back to our culture, you know, we... And I think we, we I, you know, I've sort of taken this approach in, 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 you know, no matter where, where I've been um, throughout my career. I mean, I, I think, you know, the legal, the legal marketing community, community is very sharing and very collaborative. The accounting marketing community was, was very similar. I mean, I know every marketing director and CMO at every New York firm because we worked together. I mean, we all collaborated and shared and, and talked. You know, I think... The thing that, that I would say in, in terms of um, what someone needs to think about when they're developing content, whether it's for their blog or anything else, right? It's really about listening. And it's really about understanding what your client's needs are and what the marketplace is looking for. And again, I mentioned the whole baby boomer succession and exit and transition planning need earlier. And that you know, that's true for, for many businesses that we're dealing with. So, you know, we listen to those needs and then we, we provide them with information and resources that they need to be able to manage and, and, and navigate that in a more efficient way. So, you know, for any legal marketer or professional service marketer out there, I mean, at the end of the day, it's about how we engage with people, how they view the firm and what we're adding in terms of value to that conversation. It's not always about, did we close that deal? It, it can't be, it has to be a, a true collaboration and a true partnership and a true relationship with a client is gonna be based on how much value can we add to that relationship and, 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 and what are you investing in it? It's not, it can't just be about you know, that end, that end result, there's a lot of work that goes into it before that happens. Yeah, I was going to suggest I, I, I uh, on, on your LinkedIn profile, you have a great piece that you wrote, I think five years ago, about five things, your gra- five things you learned from your grandfather about business and life. And I was reading those. First one is be passionate about what you do. Second one is enjoy work and you'll never work a day in your life and several other great things. Uh, a lot of what is said there applies to, I think, legal marketing and content marketing uh, and, and blogging even. For sure. And, I, and you know, and, and that piece, you know, means a lot to me and I appreciate, you know, you, you noticing that. Uh, I feel like I'm, first of all, I'm very uh, fortunate and grateful for the opportunities that have been given to me. And I think that's part of what sometimes people miss. You know, we're all here 
um, for a reason. And, you know, I, I think the more you put into what you, you know, it, it, the, the more you put into everything, the more you get out of it. Right. And, you know, I've always been passionate about trying to help people. And that's, you know, that's something that I got from my parents and grandparents. Um, you know, specifically my, my dad was in social services and, you know, he didn't have a glamorous position in terms of what he did, but he helped people every day. You know, my grandfather was more in the business world, helping people communicate a message. So I sort of, you know, molded, melded those two together and, you know, here I am. But I, you know, I think those points that, um, that I tried to, to make, you know, really guide, you know, they're guiding principles for me because, you know, if you don't appreciate what's going on around you and what people are doing for you and you don't use learning experiences to help yourself grow and, and listen to other people and remember where you come from. I mean, I think those are just sort of the guiding lights, you know, for me. And, you know, certainly when it comes to blogging, the more, we listen to our clients and to our networks, you know, the more impact we can have with that. And, and again, there's tremendous investment that's involved in being that regular blogger and being that regular content provider, but there's so much value that's there. Well, Lee, uh, thank you very much for your insights uh, and your thoughts and your experiences uh, on blogging and, and other things. It's been a real pleasure to speak with you. You too, Bob. Really, really, really appreciate it. And thanks for doing what you do every day. Thanks. Well, thanks again to uh, Lee Peretz for joining us today. Once again, this was episode 44 of This Week in Legal Blogging. If you haven't yet done so, be sure to peruse our full library of shows wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, drop us a quick rating or review. We would appreciate it. Last but not least, head over to lexblog.com slash twilb, T-W-I-L-B, for outlines of each and every show we've done so far. On behalf of myself and everybody at LexBlog, thanks for listening. <laughs>